0: Let's get into music for good, uh, which I discussed with Steve Keller. uh, And I absolutely love it because you guys work towards using sound to nudge people towards a healthier eating behavior, as you said before, like the wine, the coffee, the salt, you know, the sweet is not really healthy. You guys want to reduce the sugar and salt in food while keeping the perception of the diner constant. So share with us some examples and your goals and how far are we from this dream? We've taken some number of steps uh, uh, along the path. Um, there's there's sort of one section of, you know, sort of uh, uh, sound and well-being. Maybe there are three strands, it really. There's one in terms of what can you do in the, in the sort of food context. So uh, like by adding sonic sweetness and there are some cafes already doing that, playing sweet music all day long to reduce sugar. Um, so th- that's one strand. There's probably a separate strand about biasing, nudging our behavior. I, I mean, I clearly first said this in jest, but the more I think about it, maybe the more likely it is. If we know, and we do know, that the style of music affects our food choice Italian music, Italian food, uh, whatever, uh, French music, French food, paella, and, uh, 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 and um, so on, Spanish music, knowing that. Should we be surprised that you know the burger is the most popular food, and we spend so much of our time listening to North American music? Is one thing partly responsible for the other? Uh, North American uh, foods, not many are necessarily all that healthy. So you know, should we all be listening to you know Japanese music? So that's much more sort of fish-based and a healthier diet. They all live to a hundred. Uh, can we nudge people that way in in, in terms of the style of music through you know taking things like the sound of the sea dish? Dish uh, comes to the table at the Fat Duck restaurant, with the sounds of the sea and the waves, and tried to use that in a fish shop setting, fish store. I uh, have colleagues if have tried it in the supermarket setting to try and nudge people to buy more fish. Fish being a healthier choice than maybe um, red meat. Uh, Suggestive evidence that it works, but perhaps not what the, not what the supermarket owners want, because it kind of reduced meat sales while increasing fish sales. So, I have to be a bit careful but it certainly that it worked that had an influence was clear As a second strand so what else can we do in uh, the various places where we make our food choices um and uh, for me i'm really interested in, in, in how it is that i'm here in nature in, in in columbia at the minute and emerging literature on the benefits of the nature effect of being in the blue and the green of water and trees and um, with an evolutionary story. But most of that nature effect literature has been around what we see, that we can see out of our window, greenery makes us better, helps us recover from, from ill health sooner. Um, but the sounds of nature, I think, are equally important. And now emerging literature on, you know, the more kinds of birds you can hear, the better you feel and the faster you recover. And how many chefs have been incorporating nature sounds into their restaurants. From the sound of the sea to Chef Joseph having the sounds of the forest and the birds, and um, so are these chefs somehow intuitively picking up on the well-being effects of nature sounds in their restaurants? It's also congruent with the food, of course. But uh, so that's another interesting angle. And the final bit would be then you know can we can we make that nature sounds if we can understand what's key about them? It's a the number of varieties of birds can we create digital versions or augment reality? Because, you know, here I can hear maybe three kinds of birds physically, but if I did another three digital bird types, do I create a more uh, sort of mixed reality that's more beneficial for me? Uh, so I'm interested in that as a future thing. And then the final bit would be uh, sort of linked in sort of a hospital context about sort of sound and well wellbeing um, and sounds role in surgery, in pain relief, in recovery, in dealing with grief um, and clearly it can help in all of those areas. Surgeons operate better with music, patients recover quicker, require less painkiller in some cases with the right sort of music. Um, that's sort of an exciting area, we just did a big review of everything on music and medicine uh, and again that leaves me thinking all the music that's been created to date has been created you know about know, three and a half minutes for a radio or something. It's never been created for that purpose to relieve pain. It's never been created before really to add taste to food. So you know what will happen when the musical creatives do start to turn their minds to making music for pain relief? What would that sound like? How would it be different? Uh, Or does it even make sense in that maybe we don't know enough about how music works to, to be able to predict what will be successful, maybe we just have to let music do its thing and then pick from the tracks that end up being successful and popular and liked, kind of grabbing those in and those will be better in the long run.